Hi guys, it's your favorite BFF, Latavia the writer, and you are listening to the BFF Podcast. Hi BFFs, on this episode, I have my girl, my sister in love, and one of my real life BFFs, Tanisha Williams, aka Elite Lady Tanisha. Tanisha is an author of Amazon's top-selling book, Blended But Not Broken. And in this book, she and her husband, my brother, talk about the highs and the lows of operating in a blended family. So, fun fact, I had the privilege and the honor of editing this great book. And it was my first big edit job. So, thank you guys for that opportunity. (laughs) Tanisha is also a playwright. She wrote and produced a play called A Father's Cry for Forgiveness. And in this episode, she will tell us how she came up with this script idea and she'll talk about future writing ventures. I'm so proud of this boss chick, guys. She is an amazing mother, wife, friend, sister, all of that. So, it only made sense to introduce you guys to this gem. And what I love most about her is her strong faith in the word. But she also has the ability to have faith in the word and keep it all the way real and 100. So, here she is, guys, BFF Tanisha Williams. Hey, Tanisha, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So I gave everybody a brief introduction of you, um, but what I didn't tell them was that you were my um, sister-in-law, were my sister-in-love. You're married to my brother, who's uh, Pastor Billy Williams, Billy D. Williams. Yes, guys, my mom named him Billy D. Williams, so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but he also, you know, got really blessed and married Miss Tanisha Williams and she's super talented, super amazing. And I just had to have her on the show so she can talk to us about all of the wonderful um, things that she has going on. So we're going to dive right in. Can you uh, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. I am 44 years old. I am a mother of five married to my Lovely husband, Billy D. Williams. I have six brothers. I'm the only girl. <laughs> I am a correction officer at a male's facility for 19 years. And I love the Lord. You do. <laughs> she. Uh, I always like to say that if I want to, she keep it real now. She keep it 100. But I know that if I call her, uh, you know, for any type of advice or guidance, she going to give me what the said the Lord. She's not going to play with me. She ain't going to give me the worldly <laughs> advice. I'm going to hear what the scriptures say. And then, you know, there are times where she, you know, keep it real with me on, on certain things. But for the most part, I know that I'm going to get a godly uh, response. So you are also an amazing, amazing writer. You have um, written... I think your uh, one of your the plays that I was a part of. You wrote that like what one day at work in eight hours, eight hour shift. Yes. A what was the name? A father's cry for forgiveness. Wow. So can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, it, the play is about fathers and how over my life I've seen how men, instead of being that example, they like try to be their son's friend or they be excited about them making bad decisions. So it's a family where a father, when he's lying, the son sees his dad lying to his mom and then he want to take him out 
to hang out with the boys. So when the men get off work, what they do, they drink. They get a little beer, drink, and then they go to strip clubs and they do all this. And in the play, the dads, the uncles, they take their son out and they do these things. But this particular son, he don't want this because when his mom, they got bills and stuff at the house. So the mom notices, asks his dad for money and dad saying he don't have any money. But then you take me over here with them, y'all drinking and everything. And then you go into a strip club and his son seeing his dad throwing all this money to these women. But you just told my mom, you don't have no money. But you got money to do this. But the son, he was raised up in the church. So he wanted to live for God. But then his dad got him over making him drink. He made him drink, you know, because he didn't want his son to make him look bad because all the other men's sons was drinking. So he made his son drink. And, you know, he just led him down the wrong path. And the son just had a bad, you know, um, taste in his mouth. And he got drunk that night. And, um, it just was, he really, really was angry with his father, and it took a lot for him to forgive his father. And um, wow. that's just a synopsis of it. Wow, and it was so good. I, I'm, again, I was um, visiting, I think I was just down there visiting, and you kind of, you guys kind of gave me an opportunity to be a part of it. Um, yeah. I think, um, I, did I sing? I think I saw him too, didn't I? <laughs> I not None of my plays are not singing. <laughs> I think yes, I did. I sung. I mean, and it was so powerful. It was so good. Because you were the mom. You was the mom. You played the mom role. Oh, I was the mom. I was somebody. Mama love have mercy. Yes, you was the mom because you was just you was trying to be the good wife and everything, but you had got sick and tired of him, so he got kicked out. The husband did. <laughs> mm, okay, that sounds about right because I don't take no stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It was so good. I'm so excited. And mm -hmm. I know that um, you guys just recently released a book, you and Billy. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that? Like, I need people to know um, just a little bit of the dynamic of your relationship and kind of where the book came from, what it's about mm -hmm. and how they can get it. Okay. Um, we wrote a book on blended, but not broken. When me and my husband got together, I came from a previous marriage and I had three children. My husband was in a previous relationship and he had two children. So coming together, that was a total of four girls and one boy. Um, and blending that family, I thought it was going to be easy because him and um, his kid's mother had not been in a relationship for two years or so. So it should not be no drama, you know? So I thought it was easy. It should be no drama. It shouldn't. You know, two little girls that were so beautiful, they had this pretty hair, and I... I, I got six brothers. Remember I said that? So I'm the only girl. Mm -hmm. So my daughters was like, you know, my little sisters. And now I got two more little girls. I was so excited. I thought it was going to be easy. Mm. <laughs> little did I know it was hell in the beginning. And my children's ages were, um, the baby girl was three, then five, and then uh, eight, and then 12, and then my son was three months old. So we just, the book is about how we blended, how we learned, how love is the foundation and blending a family. And through it all, you know, it, it expanded our prayer life. We almost lost our marriage through it all, you know. Um, and in the book, we share 
the we share the good. We teach families, even though the book says blended but not broken, a lot of the material is for traditional families as well. Because the same issues that go on in a blended family go on in a traditional family. The enemy just try to make it seem like because you know they the world uses stepchild and step this, but um step is something that's not getting proper care. So we don't use step, we use bonus. You know, it's hard. Some kids are raised up without any parents. You know, they're foster care. Some kids got one parent. So when you got an opportunity to have two moms and two dads, that's a bonus. That's a plus. So the enemy the world tries to make it as a negative, but I beg to differ. It is a positive. <laughs> and in our book, we try to let the world know, no, you got to change that. This is not a negative. It is a positive. And you got a second chance. Let's do it right. And let's let, not let the devil win. So, and you don't believe in step, like y'all don't believe no. in the word step. No, we don't do step, we no. do bonus, we do, you know, I, and that's what I love no, about you guys. Yeah. Only, only step we do is the ones that's in our house that you walk up to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know that's right. The book is awesome. You can purchase the book on Amazon.com. Look up Billy D and Tanisha Williams, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, iApple Book. You can download it. Everything is, is there. And it's, it's available. Like, yes, it's available. Yes. Yes. So it's blended, but not broken. And <laughs> I, you guys gave me my first opportunity to edit. So yes. I was able to, yes, come on, resume. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I was able to just really read the book because yeah. I was um, one of the editors of the book. So mm -hmm. I, it was so good to read it. And it's interesting because I'm in a blended family and we've been, you know, blended for quite a while. You know, even before we got married, we were dating, but it, we still intertwined our children and our lives together. And it was so much of that information that you guys shared that I wish we had known, you know, like right. in the beginning of our situation. Right, so right. it's going to bless so many people. Oh my God. Yeah, so many blended went, families. We have went to Dallas Arkansas, Connecticut, and we've been doing teaching. And we went to a high school here in New Jersey also, teaching on blended families. And a lot of the older people say the same thing. I wish I had this 20 years ago. I wish I had this 15. You know, a lot of people say that. But this is our time right now to help the next generation, to help our generation mm -hmm. so that we can, de we declare war on divorce. So there will not be no broken families. When we get a healthier mom and dad, we'll have a healthier children, which give us a healthier church and give us a healthier community. So that is our goal to be more healthier and understand that we can make it even if we're blended. Amazing. So I, um, I know that you're, that's a part of your ministry, um, the book, but I know that you really have a passion for writing and, mm -hmm. you know, film and all of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I kind of talked to you about it because the book was so good. I was saying that you guys should do a play mm -hmm. um, or, you know, a script mm -hmm. about like blended families. And it could be kind of based on the book. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you guys are talking about, working on? Like what, what are you guys doing after the, you know, the huge success of the book? Well, we, uh, we did talk about it and uh, about three or four people said the same thing about um it being a film or a play and I, I i mean it's something that i would love to do i absolutely love to do um i i'm just gonna put it in god's hand trust him um and continue doing my part because like around here is really hard getting actresses that's why i turned to writing a book 
because I don't need actresses and actors and you know people to act and and because I take this so serious because it's ministry for me and a lot of people they play they're not serious about you know the things of God and I really am so um so writing the book I don't really need you know <laughs> I don't really need no other being you know, just myself, right? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and right now, I mean, I've written another play called What About the Children? But I'm, and right now in this moment, turn it into a book. And, okay. and my husband, um, we're doing another book right now. Uh, it's about marriage for marriage. Um, Fight for Marriages is the name of the book. So that is what we're currently working on. Not any films right now. Um, I would I would love to, so I'm not gonna just throw it away. It's on the shelf, but right now I'm doing what work what's working for me right now. Right, and whatever God kind of puts on your heart, because yeah. at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, mm -hmm. He is the author of our lives. Yes. So whatever it is that He has for us, that's what we're gonna have to. You know, that's what we that's should what follow. Be. Yes, ma'am. That exactly. So, and I believe I'm just gonna throw it out there. I believe that's gonna happen. I believe that it's going to be a movie. It's going to be an amazing movie, oh, even MG. Lifetime or something it. like that. It really, <laughs> it, really it really can be, all, I'm telling you, because just to be able to make it a film, to bring it to life, what we actually really went through, like, OMG, because like when my uncle read the book, he, he didn't stop. He read it straight through. He said to me, he said, um, did this stuff happen for real? Said, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yes, it really happened. He said, "Wow, this is oh, this is really good." And he said, "He <laughs> said you and Billy were the right people to write it. You know, because we're very mm -hmm. transparent. You know, a lot. You don't find that many people very transparent as we were as in our book. Yeah, I, I'm I'm real open because God sees everything, so I don't hide from man." And my past is just what it is. My past, I can't do nothing about it. I did it. That's what it was. <laughs> that's not who I am today. So that's why I'm, I have always been open book. Mm. Yeah. And that's good. The transparency is what draws, you know, people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They don't like, they don't want to talk to nobody who's not open, right. who's not, you know, transparent right. about a lot of things. You don't have to be transparent about everything because some stuff ain't nobody be. Yeah, sometimes. But... Mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes you gotta keep to sometimes, yourself but yeah. for the most part uh, especially in this field uh, that we both love so much you know we gotta kind of gotta be put out there and be okay with our past yeah. and and deal with it yeah. because guess what a lot of the things we go through or went through is so we can help somebody right. else look don't make the same mistakes I did don't be out here stealing right. and don't be out here you know, being a little bopper right. and all of this, like, just don't, right. because right. it ain't worth it, because I did it, it all. It ain't what you and want. You, <laughs> it ain't, this, this ain't what this you ain't want. want here. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> so, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Amazing. So, so what would you never change about your journey, like, as a, as an author now, as a playwright, like, what would you never change about that journey? What would I never change? Never change. I don't really got no complaints, actually. Um, so you wouldn't change nothing? No, because <laughs> I believe that everything that I went through in my life, you know, I was a teen mother. I was a mother at 15, you know, but that made me the woman I am today. So, like, I, my favorite song is um, Happy Being Me. I'm regretting nothing about me. 
you know. Mm. Um, that's that's it. That's word. That's word. That's my favorite song. <laughs> like things that happened to me as a kid, you know, um, a molestation. All them things that happened to me, I do not regret nothing because I went through it to help someone else. I, you know, I never the way God made my heart. I was always forgiving. I never had a grudge. I never held it against no one. You know, I just love and I forgive and move on, but I'm able to share and I don't embarrass nobody. I don't put nobody's name out there, but I still share, you know what I mean? To help someone else because people actually be stuck and they can't move on in life. But God, that's the way he made me. I, I can't help nobody. I can't answer for you. All I know, if you give it to him, he can turn it around. And that's just the way I've been. You know, just I, so I don't regret anything. Happy just being me because I realized that it's someone always worse off than you. I learned that from a little girl and I always been thankful, uh, never a complainer. Um, I just knew that it's someone always worse off. I knew people were going to talk. I was always a person that I'll be around and I would watch. I would listen, watch everybody and everybody talk about everybody even though it's wrong. Mm. So that's why, you know, I'm not, I might be afraid to do what God told me to do, but I'm going to do it afraid. I'm not going to be so afraid that I'm just not going to do it. That's right. I'm going to do it. You know, worrying about what people are going to say, never been the person to worry about what people are going to say because they're going to say some of you doing good. They're going to say some of you doing bad. It's just the nature of the beast. They're going to talk. So do it afraid. Yes, I so, love that. You know, what they think about me is none of my business. That's between them and their minds. It what's important is what I think about me. So ch- change what? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And I was gonna ask you like some good advice, but you just gave it to me. Like, do it afraid. No. Don't worry about what other people think or what anyone has to say. And it doesn't, I'm gonna tell you the biggest thing that I've noticed just in let's just say Arkansas for the most part like everybody is super talented but it's a lot of people doing the same thing and it discourages people you know you and I both know that singing is my you know my first love so but it's a lot of it's a Mm -hmm. lot of singers so sometimes people are like okay well everybody's Mm -hmm. singing so if I put out an album what's going on and it discouraged me in the beginning of trying to do a lot of things everybody got a podcast everybody got you know and it's just like but everybody don't have what you have Everybody don't have the same, you know, my, my podcast is going to be different. So I'm going to support every single one of my friends, but I'm also, it's going to be different. I'm also going to do something different. I'm not going to ever do it to compete. I'm not going to ever do it to compare. I'm going to do it because that's what God told me to do. (laughs) It don't have nothing to do with nobody. So I love that. That's one thing I love about you is you are relentless in your confidence. Like, you know, look, I know what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I'm going to do. Now, if ain't nobody rocking with me, they just ain't going to rock with It ain't for you. This is a huge so, world. It ain't it's for a you. a huge world. And that's what I tell people. Don't worry about your family. If your family don't support you, okay, it wasn't for them. Okay. My book ain't for my family. My book is for this world. It's a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. If the Lord told you to go and write this, or the Lord told you to go and sing this and do this, don't let what he told you to do, what he put inside you, the gift he has given you, your family, the ones you think supposed to support you, it's okay, boo-boo. The enemy will use that to stop you. It's okay. Don't not love them. Still love them. You must be the example that they're supposed to be. You support, but that's who Mm. you are. You don't stop them from letting you be who God, because you have to answer to God for how you treat people. You can't answer to him for how they treat you. 
you just continue to be wow. that light. You, it, it hurts sometimes. Yeah, okay, crack it over and keep on moving. Don't stay stuck. And keep, keep on, on moving. moving. Yes, nobody's telling anybody to, to not yeah. have feelings because you do want yeah. your family to support yeah. you. You do want them to, to be a part of yes. your growth and your journey. But if they not, okay. Like, I'm not going to stay stuck because y'all don't know how to get on me because y'all don't know how to support not me. I'm not no, going to do that. Hallelujah. We're not finna be broke, busted, no, and disgusted because y'all don't know how and to support me. 10, so, they ain't even doing nothing. <laughs> they not doing nothing. But they don't want they you to do know. nothing. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, just go for what, trust God. That's that's our motto. I don't understand everything, Lord, but I trust you. I was going to ask you about any upcoming projects or anything, but you told us you guys are working on oh. another book. Um, You had a play that you're turning yeah. into a book. Do you know when we can expect to kind of see that? Like, when are we going to be able to start sharing and putting that out there? I'm believing by the end of this year, I'll be finished. Um, I have someone working with me right now because I have never done this. You know, it it just dropped on me because I kept saying it hard. The cast, you know, it was becoming like it's like it's trying to stop me. And this book, the Lord gave Mm. me this title in 2009. What about the children? 2009 and then years went past I wrote nothing I could not put nothing together with it so I was going to work and it was this church and they had on their sign I'm talking about 10 years later what about the children and I just wept I just cried driving to work because it was it's time to write but 10 years man 10 Mm. years and I finally wrote this thing and I'm like okay cast Jesus cast make it a book so Making the book. So my girlfriend, <laughs> she's uh going through it now and she's helping me turn it from a play into a book. So this is another new territory, you know, treading in some waters I've never been in, but um I'm not gonna stop. It's gonna get done. So I'm I'm believing for the end of this year we will have it done. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm super me excited too. for so um you to, for it to be so done. So, so I'm did- so <laughs> Oh my God! Did you ever see like? Did you know that you were gonna be an author no. one day? Was that something that <laughs> I know? I know my brother said no. I ain't never think I was gonna be the one. Listen, I hated to read. <laughs> I absolutely hated to read in school. I never want to read in front of people or nothing because my reading mm. comprehension was like slower. Yeah, everybody could just read. It, it, it seemed like because there I was comparing. It's just be, just being strong and who this is where I'm at. Okay, if I have a problem reading, I got a problem, but I'm gonna get there. But you know that peer pressure and all that. So I used to be afraid to read. Didn't like to read when we read no books. Then there was a time like in 2005, six, I became an avid reader. I had so many books. I just was reading, reading, reading. But the Lord showed me, um, thinking about in 2010 or 11, somewhere He showed He brought back to my memory to my memory i'm wondering like when did i become a writer like where did this come from i wrote a play <laughs> in middle school for my school say no to drugs you know every year they do that say no to drugs i wrote mm-hmm, a whole mm-hmm. skit at my school had actors everything we did it and did a little dance routine at the end and when he brought that to my back to me i just cried because what happened it was in you. It was in you the whole time. It just, mm. I, you know what happened? Boys happen. <laughs> Boys, like they just out here happening to everybody. <laughs> Boys, I guess. Boys just took over and I, child, please. Mm. 
but I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And your kids, your kids are right too. You got some girls that 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 oh, yeah. be yes, they are funny. Awful. Yeah, yep, I got girls. That's right. Yeah, and and you know the beautiful thing, you know, a lot of the things that we wish we could have did and we didn't, and we kind of waited on. Because me doing a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now, I mean, singing, I've been trying to do my whole life, but just stepping mm-hmm. out on the writing mm-hmm. and the podcast and the movies mm-hmm. and plays and stuff, I did it later in life. But yeah. our kids, we pushed them. We pushed them. They ain't gonna be like us. They gonna be way yeah. better. Than we, it's so better. They're so bad. I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell them, come on now. But they did get an opportunity to write a part. Three of my girls did in the book. But um, two of them girls is they writers. They are awesome. They are awesome. Yeah, Tiana yes, and Barion. They, they are awesome. So we're working on mm-hmm. some cool stuff that you know we'll we'll put yeah. out later. But I'm excited to be working with my with my uh, yeah. my nieces because. They write and they're really good. Like they sent me some stuff, and I was like, and this, this stuff they wrote in in school, in high school, and and stuff. And I'm just like, how was y'all thinking like this in high school? You know what I'm saying? Just talented. They just got yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? And right, yeah. I love words. Mm-hmm. I'm a wordy. I'm. A, I like words on paper. I like physically writing. I love computers and laptops and stuff, and that's cute. But sometimes yeah, I like to pull like, out a pen and a they piece of paper. School, right, that typing and all that. Mm-hmm. I write it, then type it, but I, I write it's something, I don't know. Even right. when I prepare my message when I have to speak, you know, I have to write it down because for some reason, I, I retain it better when I write it. And then I'll go type it up just to say I got notes and print them out. But honey, please give me that paper. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, um, tell the listeners just a little fun thing that I do. For um, my people in film that are on the show, film or plays and stuff like that, what what are your top five movies, favorite movies? My, if you don't have five, give me I three. I like um, um, The Color Purple. <laughs> the mm-hmm. Color Purple. Um, let me just say the TV show, because, uh, girl, I don't be knowing the movies. The Have and Have Not. Yes, yes. give me a TV show. I like The Have and Have Not series. I, certain part I, I need to talk to Tyler Perry about certain things I want to talk to him because I, I thought he should do something else and I'm like why did you do that but you know <laughs> and what happened to this what, wait come on sorry that's that that's their writer stuff we be trying to rewrite yeah. all they little like wait a minute yeah. you shouldn't have did that you don't yes and um oh my god what other movie do I like um child listen you know a movie I just saw Bankers The ba- yeah that one was really good with Samuel yeah. L. Jackson that, right that was I like that, that movie. I like that movie, but I, 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 I'm not really an avid movie watcher because I got to sit still to do that, and that's something I haven't practiced yet. But girl, this pandemic, it has really helped me set my tear down. <laughs> uh, you know, I love no, movies. I watch you too. I'm, I'm always, but I mean, I like love watching them. movies. But I've been with we my husband them. for 17 years, and he don't do movies. So if it's not fast, mm. it's not a comedy or something like it has to start as soon as the movie come on, it has to be like straight action. He's asleep. It's not so I haven't really seventy years, I'm telling you. Um do movies. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You got y'all you got other oh, things yeah. that you guys love to do and, and T V yeah. shows and stuff. So that's completely fine. Like I the good thing and the fun thing I'm excited about with this show is I'll do like movie reviews and stuff like that. So if if you guys ever listen, uh, I may go see 
a movie, a new movie, and I'll do a movie okay. review on my podcast. So that will help some people like, okay, well, that's not like, it's good. let me go watch it. So yeah. Maybe you will hear, there you go. Maybe you'll hear something and it'll, it'll uh, kind of motivate yeah, you guys to check good. it out. Because he that type of person, so you got to tell him about the movie first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he showed it. I'll be like, Billy, you seen such and such? No, what's that about? I'll tell him. Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch that. I'm going to go ahead and watch that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's so funny. My goodness. So do you have a real life? I know that you're my BFF, um, not just my beautiful, fierce, and favorite mm-hmm. sister, but one mm-hmm. of my really, really good friends, somebody that I love mm-hmm. and, and admire. But who is your real life BFF? My real life BFF. Her name is Ebony Griffin. Yes, I love yes. Ebony. Ebb. Yeah, Ebony's dope. Ebony's dope. Ebony sent me recipes and stuff. <laughs> like, she's she really cool. And I can see that. And you know what's really cool? Guess what, guys? I'm going to give y'all. I hope she don't mind. But um, I got to say this for the listeners. That's really cool. And this is just kind of, uh, this is a testament to who Tanisha is. Ebony is the <laughs> wife of her ex-husband's brother. <laughs> so she is no uh-huh. longer married to the guy, but her brother, I mean, his yeah. brother has a wife that is her best friend. And and you guys didn't become best friends during the marriage, right? You guys were be- became best friends after you di- after you and him oh, divorced? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After the divorce, yeah, yeah. Actually, Actually, her husband yeah, so, was married to my cousin. Mm, my cousin and my wow. my sister and my cousin. So he actually was married to her, and I was married to his brother. But me and his, they got divorced, and and me and my um ex husband got divorced. But we we all worked together at the same prison, and so when she came into the jail, I was there first, and our spirits just connect immediately. And along the way, her and Preet hooked up, and that's how I went. <laughs> You know. Wow. Wow. You know, I wish grown people don't do stuff like that. They uh uh-uh. that's your brother. That's your husband's brother's wife. So you can't know. Mm-mm, we don't do all that. We can all get along because if ain't nobody got feelings right. for nobody, we should all be able right. to get along with each other for the sake of the kids yeah. at least. And we all grown. So I just I love that. And y'all so dope. And she's Ebony, oh, I'm gonna have to get awesome. I'm gonna have to talk to Ed too. But I know, can you tell them about um the women oh, encouraging yeah. women. Woo. Woo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is her ministry, Woo. women encouraging women. She is the CEO. She calls me the midwife. Uh, <laughs> I'm her midwife because I help her push out that gift, what she's supposed to do. Yeah. But um, oh. it is women. We are, you know, to encourage other women because sometimes people go through life without encouragement. And women go through a lot because we wear a whole lot of different hats. You know, um, and sometimes we lose ourselves in the hat, you know, being a wife. Some people lose themselves being the wife. Everything is about everyone else. And then you don't even know who you are. And, you know, even being a mother and then being a sister and being a, a daughter, if you have parents that you have to take care of, you, you tend to lose yourself. So we, uh, women encouraging women, we go out, we do a lot of things for the community. Uh, we do a lot of free things for the community, you know, no charge. Um, she does mm. so much, so many things that the Lord lays on her that she does. I just be like, wow, girl, you bad. She bad. Now don't get twisted. She is bad, but she is uh she's a evangelist. She's a mighty woman of God. 
and, and she is awesome. She but yeah, is. that's my She's that's my BFF. But I can't not mention my Kathy. That's my breath of fresh air. And, and I and I love Kathy too. I, I just know all your Kathy friends. Rodriguez. We 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 been we been. That's my my friend, as we call it. Um, for who? Jesus. Oh, I guess about twenty some years. It's been a long time. Yeah, Kathy yeah, is a go getter, honey. She she'll is be. about it. That's yeah. what's happening with the book. Love it, love it. Yeah. So I just love sisterhood. Mm-hmm. I love that sisterhood. I love that you know, and that's the the basis of my show is just. Just having that really good conversation mm-hmm. with your bestie, with your friend, um, and I, I'll be your best friend for the day, yeah. and we just have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful that you came on the show. I'm going to go ahead and speak it, Tanisha. I know that there are going to be millions of listeners, and they are just going to be so inspired by your story and your journey, just like I am. Can you tell all the BFFs how to follow okay. and contact you? you? I'm on Facebook. Tanisha Hayes Williams. Hayes is not my last name. I just put it there because that's my maiden name so my high school friends can find me. I just always had to say that. My last name is Williams because I belong to Billy D. Williams. Okay, I had to say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. You better belong. Honey. My email address is T as in Tom, D as in David, W-I-L-L-7-6 at gmail.com you also can find me at love oasis ministries because i forgot to tell you i am the elite lady at love oasis ministries hey <laughs> so yeah. and so yeah. we have an email there love oasis ministries at gmail.com we're also i'm also on twitter i'm also on instagram as denise williams 76 that's how you can find me amazing well again thank you so much sis for being it my bff for life. It was an honor for um, you, Michelle. I'm, I'm so excited for you and what God has for you and what you're going to do. And I'm going to keep pushing you. You, you ain't going to slow down no more. I know you ain't. <laughs> this pandemic here, this quarantine, and I tell people all the time, I've been telling Praise people God. this is the best thing that ever happened yeah. to me. I needed to sit still and I needed to finish some stuff. And this was one of the things, because me and you both know, yeah. I started this podcast last year and yeah. we actually had an interview already. But I, I put it on the back burner for a little while because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't ready to deal with it and I had a lot of other stuff going on. And during this time, I was like, uh-uh, we're going to give birth. We're going to go ahead and give birth this season. We're going to have this baby and we're just going to do it. And I mean, you've been just right there with me, consistent. The same thing I told Cheryl um, when I talked to her. She was one of my guests, a uh, confirmed guest uh, when I first announced that I was going to do it. I'm just thankful that everybody mm-hmm. that was a part of the vision at first beautiful, is beautiful. still a part of I the vision now. I really believe that uh, God you is so going forth and your drive and everything is because you, you're sitting up under your your um, pastors and your your first lady. You know, um, oh, you're, so you're under such great <laughs> leadership that you it does nothing. You will be crazy not to even go forward, and you're you're sitting right up under you, right close, right there with her. So I'm so excited the move you made mm-hmm. and everything. I'm just like, yes, God, you put her in the right place under the right people. And honey, please, I'm just sitting back waiting. Every time you probably like, go, girl, go, sis. You better do it. <laughs> so much greatness, so much greatness. Yes, you yes. Enjoy. So I'm hyped. I'm waiting inside it. Awesome. And just for the people that don't know, um, I am under the, the great and wonderful ministry of Dr. Yes. Ben and Jewel Tankard yes. here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And it's the best thing that my husband and my family, mm-hmm. I, the best um, thing 
decision that we made was to be a part of this ministry because you That's can't be mean. here around these people yeah. and not yeah. want to be great. You can't be here around yeah. these people and not want to be successful. You can't be here around yes. these people and not want to be wealthy and, and have something yeah. to lead to your kids and your family. So they put the yeah. battery in my back. I'm going to go ahead and say that. And, and I yeah. don't see me stopping no time soon. And I just listen. Yeah. And I know that's the same for you. You guys have ability. My brother, um, your husband has been not just my brother, but yes. also a father figure and a pastor to me. So I have some great, I have some great people in my, in my life that, you know, I, I can't all. fail. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what you mean you ain't gonna do that because ain't nobody gonna let me do that god is good so i'm i'm very thankful so i would really love it if um you you would come back to the show uh in a few months or yes. when you close to kind of releasing your new book and all of that good stuff that you have i want to have you back let's talk let's chat it up and that sounds yes. so uh so amazing that i'm excited too. and i love you so much Thank you for being my BFF for the day. Thank you for being on the BFF you podcast. And you me. have a good day, sis. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the BFF podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and a five-star rating. Not four, not three, not two, and God, not one. Definitely a five. And until next time, BFF, ciao, bye.